Thank you to Poise for sponsoring today's episode. Learn more at poise.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the way that's dance again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hey everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm sitting in my studio and the lights are out because I've got some breaking eyeball news. It's the news with Allison. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Breaking news. But as happens on no news show when there's breaking news. I'm going to first introduce... No, maybe they do. I don't know. Let's not get hung up on the details. I'm going to introduce my guest. It's someone you know. It's someone you love. Please put your hands together for Daniel Quantz. Oh, thank you. Oh, thanks, everybody. It's so nice. You can sit down, please. How's it going over there with you? It's going well, though um, suddenly a bit of a headache. I don't know. Yeah. I've been having headaches lately. Am I dying? I don't know. I feel warm. Is it warm in here? No. What's happening to <laughs> we're, us? I were rapidly getting older. I read a, a headline today that said uh, one of the things that uh, inc- increases the aging process most of all is lack Young of children. sleep. Oh, yes. Okay. And so now I am. I'm basically going to die tomorrow. You are so worried about lack of sleep. And I personally find it annoying. And I mean that with <laughs> as much sincere. compassion as I mean, possible. I mean that, like, not joking. But here's the deal. Yeah. We have children. I know. And they... But I don't want them to run me into the grave. They wake us up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. So I... I don't think they would be thrilled to, know, to know the reason... They're killing you. Yeah, they, that their dad died young. Was because they, because um, they they don't know what they're doing. So they, they, they're not thinking when they wake up. They're not thinking, "Let's kill dad." You don't know what they're thinking. Don't make assumptions. <laughs> so anyway, Jesus. they wake us up. What if that is what they're thinking? Have you not read Oedipus Rex? Uh, I know. I, I think I, I did read it. it. Really? Yeah, I had a classics class in college. Mm. I went. I remember I went to um, read college as a prospective student and they were discussing what's it's not Medea or Tyler Perry's Medea. What's the one? Uh, Liz Estrada. What? Liz. I think it was Liz Estrada. Maybe it was Antigone. I don't know. It was like some Greek woman. And Mm, Liz Smith. Liz Claiborne. Liz Claiborne. It was was, classic by, by Socrates. Mm -hmm. Liz Claiborne. I actually don't know who's Antigone and Liz Estrada by. Uh, who's the author? I'm, why am I blanking on that now? As, Jackie Onassis? <laughs> <laughs> Aristotle Onassis? Uh, I think it was Zach Galifianakis. I, I, it's, it's someone Greek. Let's just look it up, even though this has nothing to do. People with need to know who people- wrote Oedipus <laughs> and Antigone. Uh, oh, Ar- Arist- Aristophanes. Arist- Aristophanes. Wrote Lysistrata. Um, What's and the other one? Antigone? 
mm-hmm. is by Sophocles. Sophocles. And then let's see who Oedipus yeah. is by. I think it's by Freud. Fucking Sophocles. Oh, that fucking yeah. guy. Oh, he also wrote Oedipus yeah. Rex. Yeah, I know. I don't really know anything about Sophocles. big dummy over here? Do you? Do I? Uh, yeah, do you? He's my favorite writer of all time. Wait, get this. Hmm? Sophocles wrote Oedipus Rex and Oedipus at Colonus. Get the fuck you... out of here. Get the... <laughs> no, but listen. You are fucking lying to me. You never ever hear about Oedipus at Colonus. That no, is, is that like do. the Godfather 3 of, yeah. of, of that? Yeah, that's... Uh, is that when he's older and he's just wandering around after the tragedy? Is that Antigone? I don't know. They're all sort of... I like, don't know. These stories are huge bummers. Folks, they're bummers. Don't read them. I'm reading... Um, I'm read. Okay, the period culture was Attic. That's a period culture? What is Oedipus Rex's tragic flaw? It's hubris, hubris or pride. Why, why is that, of course? I think because he refused to, he like wouldn't acknowledge the possibility that what he had done, of what he had done, I think. Like he was. That seems more like denial to me. Well, because he thought he was so great. I don't know. Like he thought he was infallible? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Real narcissist. Okay. Any, sorry, you were going to say something. But if I'm wrong, if you, if you, if you know the correct answer and, and, and I'm wrong, uh, guess what? Uh, maybe I'm also right. If you think about it, mm, you know what, what I mean. You know what? What is wrong? But yes, right in an upside down world. There you, what is wrong? But right from another angle. Right. Correct. Okay. So anyway, Daniel is convinced that the children are killing him, kiss, <laughs> killing him, and so they come and they wake us up in the middle of the night. And I, being both a light sleeper. And an amazing parent, am always kind and patient and all those wonderful things. And then Daniel, who usually is kind and patient, is just a real dick. In I don't want. I want them to really think hard about whether no, or not they wake me up. You wake up in a half anxiety attack, and then you let it when spill out up, onto your kids. I think it's different for us because you don't sleep very deeply you're, you're always very like you're always almost awake <laughs> you, you know and so like for i'm surprised you, i'm still alive for you to be awoken it's it's not like i mean that's i was gonna that, wake up in three well it's anyway. not like it's great for you but for me it often not always often feels like violent. almost violent like i'm being pulled out of like a deep like uh and it hurts mm. and then my and then it is literally as though someone poured kerosene on my head and lit it on fire <laughs> and so like my my body temperature starts to go get high get hot and start to sweat my it doesn't feel and so and then i start to panic because it's like <laughs> because uh i know at this point not only will i not get my beauty rest right and I won't you have that. It. I won't have that glow. I know, and you have like a whole new skincare regimen. I know, and it's like all oh, that work, right? Um, all those serums. Yeah. <laughs> Who is going to cry for me? And then Argentina. Not only, yeah. Do you think Argentina is crying for me? Not if you tell them not to. 
They're very good about that. They, they're yeah, the one they're country. so respectful of <laughs> how you want to handle your emotions. Look, the rest of you are going to ignore me, but yeah. Argentina, yeah. do not they cry respect for boundaries. me. And they're just like, yes, sir. <laughs> um, it's that like, you know, that all the Nazis that move there, they're very good at following orders. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, it's that I know that the whole next day is shot too. Because you got up, because you were awoken in the middle Because of now I will be underslept no matter what happens. Like, I'll go back to sleep, but it's like I will not have gotten enough sleep, and then I'll be tired. I'll, the whole, so the whole next day is shot, and so that creates anxiety, and it's a real struggle. To Tony, like, do you have, like, some mournful, woe-is-me music? Oh, man. Like some kind of world's... <clears throat> smallest violin situation. I gotta cough out whatever's happening in here. You take it away, Daniel. Honestly, <laughs> I am honored to have the world's smallest violin playing for me because that thing has been hidden away. I have not. I have not even seen it with my own two eyes. No, no one can. It's so tiny. It's like you know when people on boardwalks in other countries, perhaps, or maybe Hollywood Boulevard. I don't really know where this happens, but they'll offer to write your name on a grain of sand. No, sorry, a grain of rice. That whole thing where someone rubs their fingers together and goes, you know what this is? Yeah. It's the world's tiniest violin. I have never done that to anybody Mm -hmm. like you. I'm not an asshole. (laughs) Uh, Oh, not during waking hours. (laughs) And I never thought it was funny or clever. I I, I always was like, it's like. Maybe the very first time it happened, it was funny. And then it's always been hacky ever since. Except when I do it, it's infused with but i never got it it's like why does it have to be small like isn't it just as insulting if it's any violin you know what's also insulting like and i wish we had video going for this but like you have to dictate what i'm doing hey you know what this is and it's like a scarecrow arm dangling no it's the world's biggest cello (laughs) (laughs) is that something people do no but it's also insulting I'm just saying. Wait, like, you just just randomly say that for no reason. No, you say, hey, hey, if someone's, hey, if someone's hey, being self pitying. Hey, hey, you know what this is? <laughs> and that, what the? It's like the, it's like the middle finger. No, it'd be for it's the same thing. So like, you're saying you're trying to introduce the world's biggest cello. <laughs> well, wouldn't it be the bass? The bass, like yeah, so I guess so. Like this with the, oh with yeah, the, the plucking. Bling, bling, bling. Yeah, no, I feel like with the scarecrow arm. Doesn't it also look like I'm trying to <laughs> like funny. pop and lock or something? Actually, honestly. <laughs> That's way funnier. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, because it's the, more dramatic. Hit the back of the auditorium with your thing. Like, it could be a tiny yes, actually, violin, or it could be a giant. Once again, cello. Honey, your comedy chops really <laughs> showing through here. Because, like, the problem I always had with the tiniest violin is like it looks like a booger. Well, but also like, wait, is the joke that I can't hear it? Like, I don't understand the I think joke. The joke is like. Oh, poor you. Well, I, mean, Actually, I, I get, don't know. I get poor you, but like, why does why it have it to small? be the smallest violin? Yeah. However, the <laughs> largest cello is like m- much more mocking. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Give me that. Like, yeah, right. oh, poor you. I'm going to play the largest violin. What? The largest cello. What instrument would be like, wah, wah? Is that a, a trombone or a tuba? I mean, a trombone. Yes. It should be. Okay. Here, say something <laughs> self pitying. Uh, I'm not gonna get enough sleep tonight, and then I'm. Know what this is? (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing. (laughs) I'm doing the same arm gesture, which is with the other hand. (laughs) Are you just like the largest one man band? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Gong. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That would be great. The world's. I am the world's most 
complicated one man band, and then you just like you just bounce around like a chicken, like pick it back, pick it back. Yes. Okay. So anyway, a lot of stuff to get to. We had the breaking eyeball alert. And I'm talking about my eyeballs, and we were talking about Oedipus. It all comes together. Spoiler alert. Antigone. Isn't it Antigone put the eyeballs out? uh, Oedipus Oedipus. rips his own eyeballs out when he realizes what he's done, which is... No, no, I know that. Yeah. Which is... You know what? what? (laughs) This is a family-friendly show. Okay. Um... Anyway, I mentioned on the most recent Thursday episode, which if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It's delightful. Um, Although Robin said some stuff at the top, which I have received a little bit of communication about. Uh, Yeah, but it's it's okay. I don't feel that anyone is irate or anything. She she said something about Orthodox Jews being allowed to sleep with sex workers they are allowed to well, that's her she's under that impression but then i got an a email from an orthodox mm. jew that's like this is not true no why would she think that um that's crazy i think it was like brought up in the sense okay well I, it's orthodox jews aren't even allowed to touch no sorry men the orthodox yeah, the men, men aren't even allowed to touch women who are not their wives yeah, I mean, I'm just, anyway, no need to bring all that up again. But go check it out. See if it makes you mad. Um, So, sorry. What the fuck was I saying? You were talking about Robin talking about Orthodox. No, I was talking about the, the, the Thursday show. So, uh, I mentioned that I went to a just routine eye exam, and lo and behold, I have a little tear in my retina. Yeah. Um. So, they wanted me to see... They referred me to a retina specialist. It's a whole field, you guys. I was definitely... D- Daniel took me this morning to go to the retina specialist. Jesus. I was the youngest... Oh, yeah. One. there was. It was a, I was the youngest person in there by 40 years. It was like... 30. It was like a Fox News fan convention in there. They were quite old. Um, and the woman... There was a woman and a man taking four... Ever. Five ever is what Daniel would say when we first got there. Mm-hmm. And then they turned around I and was, then she was blind using a walking stick and he was helping her. And I felt really it bad. It was clearly her son because they had the oh. same color hair. They had the same I hadn't same even shape. put it together. I thought they were husband and wife. No. I, I felt really bad. Not that being blind means you have to take forever to schedule your next appointment. But I still felt very bad for being like, could I, could I get on... Get this show on the road, That was please. definitely you. The whole time, I was feeling nothing but compassion for these people. Just for human beings. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, the point being, mm. um, what I was told is they might just keep an eye, no pun on it, or they might uh, burn it with a laser to prevent it from spreading. And it sounded like not that serious. However, I'm telling you what I thought before I went to the appointment. Like, not that serious, but make sure you get in this week. And I was like, mm-hmm. I, there's an urgency to mm-hmm. this. So anyway, I was very nervous about the appointment. Just because I'm, like, my mom ha- had had an appointment like this. She d- didn't have a hole in her retina, but she started seeing floaters. Um, Everyone sounds has really floaters, fecal. though, I think. Floaters are very common. Yeah. Um, but it also can be a sign of like a detaching retina or something. So anyway, um, and she said, but this was like 10 years ago, that the guy like 
moved her eyeball around with instruments and she found it very unpleasant. And I'm like, like a violin. <laughs> That's so weird. What does that even, how can, what is like, what kind of instrument can they, can they use to actually physically move your eyeball? I bet they have like those little suction things. Like there's a little, it's like a little stick with a little suction at the end of it. And then they just, is that something they that they use it. for eyes? Um, I think so. You, but I would think if you're awake, that but they would like be numb. Bad. They, they numb your eye. They don't paralyze it though. So anyway, no, no. But they numb it uh-huh. so you don't feel it. <sighs> well, I was like not jazzed about this appointment, also because I've never had my eyes dilated. Uh, but that all changed today. So Daniel took me. And anyway, long story short, I have a very, very tiny tear. The chance of it progressing to anything it's is very low, and he said I could just come back in a year. But do they know why or how? He you... said it's just anatomy. You're like you're dissolving. There's just I ho- am. there's just holes appearing. Yeah. Um. And I said, is it age? Like trying to, you know, right. allow him to just say like, yes, you old hag. Uh-huh. Sort of like when I went to get that bump on my face frozen off and she said it was seborrheic keratosis and then i came home and looked that up and it's like also known as barnacle of aging (laughs) and i was like well she didn't use that term so if this eye thing has to do with me being a fossil just tell me but he said no i don't know it's called like atrophic some like atrophy of i don't know maybe i'm not using the balls i don't know um yeah, so it was a big nothing, but they did dilate me, and it's – what time? It's like four-something now. It happened at probably like 10.40, um, and I still feel affected by it. Does it affect you for a long time? Like, I'm not blurry or anything, but the light is still a little much. Yeah, I mean, your eyes are still dilated a bit, so – When will they go back to normal? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Guess we'll never know. No one will. No one knows the answer to that question. Yeah. Oh, and he didn't stick a suction cup on my eyeball as Daniel has suggested. He just uh, he took like an instrument, a metal thing, and like pressed it down on my eyelid a little bit to put pressure on my eye, and then had me look in different directions. So it was truly not a bad thing at all. Although I just put pressure on my eye right now to recreate it, and that was uncomfortable. Then don't do that anymore. I'm probably not going to do that anymore. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking. Well, now everybody knows. And this is crazy. Well, people have been. People were worried. They haven't been able to sleep. And Uh, oh, yeah. Where did you read this article? Which one? The one that is uh, giving you justification for being a jerk in the middle of the night. Oh, these things pop up on my feet all the time. There was this one today. That, that was like, it was I literally know. what I That's just said. That's why I'm asking you. Oh, I, Apple News. I don't know who, you know, Apple News. But is it like a science? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, you know, uh, Hot Rods Weekly. You see, I don't trust their sleep science. They have a great sleep uh, department. Well, you look that up. I got to look up the thing that I want to read you. Let's see if I can find it. Uh you know, here is the one thing that's going to make you die young. <laughs> but it is like the one thing that scientists say increases the aging process. The aging process. Oh, okay. Like makes you age faster. Right. But not like the way your face looks. 
<laughs> That's my concern. I must blame my face condition on sleep or else what's the reason? Well, no, it's like my new fear, my new thing that I don't have clarity on about whether if you go into menopause, if you don't do hormone replacement, does your skin age faster? I got to know the answer. Everything ages faster because you're not get the time when you sleep is when your body like uh, all the cells like heal Okay, you're taking too long. Well, honey, it's not like queued up. You're the one. This is your show. You need to get it together. This is our livelihood on the line and you're blowing it. You're blowing it. You didn't tell me to get it ready. I know. I did because I didn't know you were going to bring it up. You're going to be homeless and it's your fault. Okay, let's just move on. The Go ahead. Just, listen, the point I'm trying to make is... I oh, here think, we go. Okay. CNBC, ever hear of it? The, the business site? A longevity doctor. I think they, a longevity doctor would know a thing or two about longevity. Long, Excuse uh, me, I'm talking. Is it a functional says, doctor? That sounds like bullshit. This is the number one mistake that will make you age faster. Okay. Is he and then something? you have to scroll through a bunch of bullshit because these articles now are bullshit. It's they front load bullshit to get you to scroll past ads. I know, it's I know. so fucking annoying. Uh, why a lack of sleep speeds up aging. Who is this doctor? What's his name? Because he sounds like he's a quack. Uh, Doofus von Periwinkle. <laughs> is that a, is that? Oh, no, he's legit. <laughs> a lack of sleep can cause wrinkles and premature skin aging that's number one two cognitive impairment you both of these you might want to look into (laughs) three weakened immunity sleeping well is the number one way to slow down aging what is his name because doofus von periwinkle (laughs) isn't coming up oh sorry i should be searching doofus von periwinkle md or is he do all right let's see if they name him uh, Neil <laughs> oh. Paulvin. Neil Neil okay, I just want you to see what comes up for Doofus von Periwinkle. Is, it is that duck? an actual? It's a duck wearing glasses. That is Doofus Drake, oh, okay. who's a friend. But yeah, but it came up for Doofus von Periwinkle. Right, but it's not a friend same. of Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Okay, N-E-I-L, Neil Paulvin, P-A-U-L-V-I-N. Okay. He, he wrote the article even. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm sorry. Dr. Neil Paulvin is a health, wellness, and integrative medicine yeah. something Sounds or Sounds like someone who wouldn't know a thing or two about this. Oh, sorry. I mean, would. I, is, is that a real doctor? He is a longevity and regenerative medicine doctor. Longevity and regenerative medicine, okay? okay? Yeah, I'm just asking. Are you he- doubting the power of sleep? He he's a physician in the study of functional medicine, in, integrative, integrative sports medicine, regenerative medicine. Is this turning into a podcast about Neil Paulvin and whether or not he's in, in longevity and regenerative? I just, look, I could be wrong, but I spend a lot of time on TikTok, and but CNBC is a little bit more uh, credible oh, than fucking on TikTok. Biohacking. A little bit more credible than TikTok. Hey, listen. Could someone write? He's got a podcast. This, this, Could someone this write? This was the in? article that came up today. Th- this uh, comes up every like couple times a week. There's an article about I know, sleep. because you keep clicking on them and it's like, oh, this guy. Yeah, but it's always like Newsweek or this or that. It's not uh, t- Dr. TikTok. 
It's not some. It's not some mom in a in a minivan and parking lot talking about like all your TikToks. <laughs> your TikTok feed, by the way, is like the plastic surgery version of QAnon. What does that mean? It just means it's a fucking rabbit hole of craziness, but it's just it's innocuous because it's all about. Okay, but what I'm saying is, via my watching of TikTok, I have it in my head that functional medicine is kind of a field of quackery. I don't know if I'm right or not, though. So I'm asking if you are functional listening to this medicine show. is yeah. not what he. Yeah, it is. Credits. I'm on his website. His his website is bullshit. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> all right. So listen. But what, so what's your point that that it's fine to not get enough sleep? Yes, is that what the argument actually, you're it making? Keeps you young. That's the argument I'm making. No, the argument I'm making is you don't need to be so concerned that like getting woken up in the middle of the night is going to take years off your life. Obviously, let's try to get sleep, but I just think no, no, no. My main concern. Extra anxious about so, it. All right, all right. Oh my god, let's spend. Let's just get real. Let's just get real right now it. for a second. Okay. When I'm awoken in the middle of the night, it's I am not. It, it I, it's a joke. I'm, I'm making mind. a joke about them killing me. I'm okay. not really. That's not really a fear, for God's sake. Uh, I'm just thinking. Oh no, my whole day is shot. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be tired all day, and I have to work. And part of my job is Working. often spreadsheets and things that are very that require a lot of brain power and concentration. And so when I'm really overtired, it's hard to do my job. Hey, what's this? Hey, hey, you, well, you want to move in, in, into an RV? <laughs> because I'm paying the bills around here. I thought with I'm that job. paying the bills. Mm, well, now I am. As a, as of well, we both do, ago. but but without my income, okay, like I, me doing a good job is probably important. I don't know. Without your income, what? Finish that sentence. We wouldn't be able to afford our lifestyle. Without my income, we also would not be able. to I know. Afford. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm oh not saying God. that you don't contribute. You're peaking. <laughs> hey, you're in charge of the levels. I know. I'm just seeing. I'm just seeing it in the red. But listen. Look, here's you the can, thing. You can mock my concern about my job, but that is the whole concern in the middle of the night. Is that I, I need? I have to work the next day. Okay. So I, the reason I'm digging in is because, and I know that like I shouldn't even let the haters get in my head, but I believe there's a few haters out there who are who believe that you are the one who brings in money, and this is like a vanity project for me. So that, <laughs> which it is, it totally is. 100%. So for that reason, I just need it to be clear. We are we we are a two income household. We both pull in equally. Some years one it makes more, some years the other makes more. Mm. <laughs> no? Um, you know, I don't even know. <laughs> this year I won't I doubt I'll bring in more. The last few years I have brought in more, but this year I don't think I will. Well, that's oh what God, I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Some is one, some is the other. That's right. Unfortunately, I don't know how many years and I don't know. Oh my God. This is not stuff that's great for a podcast you're the one that's digging in i know okay listen received a couple messages that i wanted to read on the show and i haven't been able to decide what we should play for messages so the question is hmm. should we play there's something on my show that i play before fan questions but that's not exactly what this is 
So I'm wondering, should we borrow the you wrote drop from Childish? Do you know how that goes, Daniel? Mm-mm. You wrote. And then listeners call in, write in, communi- send us a smoke signal. Let us know. Uh, should I use that? Okay. So anyway, let me go find the messages. Are you allowed to say smoke signal? Probably not. Then send us a message in a bottle. Okay. Carly Cougar Mellencamp says, so there isn't a lisp. This is my concern with Invisalign is mm-hmm. that you can hear it. So there isn't a lisp, but am I the only one who has noticed the slurps? <laughs> <laughs> so that's a nightmare. When you go, have I been doing that? I haven't really noticed, but I'm sure you do. That's a nightmare. So everyone be on slurp alert. <laughs> slurp alert. Slurp alert. Um, yeah, I guess I'm trying to think like what it could be that she's noticing. Am I going... <laughs> Sucking the, the saliva out of the... Out of my trays? I'm not doing that though. I feel like this is so noticeable to me. I don't know. I haven't noticed. Sorry for all the wet mouth sounds, guys. I was doing it on purpose. Or is it the sound of me taking a sip of water? Mm. No. No, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I made a duck sound. That's great. Honey. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah, everyone be highly attuned to my slurping because that makes me want to die. Okay. And then, you know your scratchers question? Yeah. All right. Who is this? Did I ask that on the air? No, I asked it on the air. Great. Um, You weren't on that show. Jennifer McGowan says, scratch-offs have a barcode on the bottom that the store clerk scans to see if it is a winner. So no, scratching is not needed. Yeah, it was the weirdest. You t- did you tell people what happened? Yeah, explain it quickly, but I did on Thursday. It was so th- so this guy was like you know, th- this lottery store has like these cubbies, these little plastic cubbies with all the different, you know, types of scratchers, there's a million of them. And he was like, I'll take all of those and all of those. I mean, I in my head, I did the math that she was counting. Dollars, it was like right. $400 worth of lottery tickets. And then um and then I was expecting him to pay for him, and she just hands him some money, and he walks out. And I was like, "The what?" He's like, he bought money. Yeah, hands yeah. him money for his winning. Like, what is this? What is this transaction? So wait a where minute. Where I get though. to just what that suggests is that he spent four hundred dollars and won more than four hundred. Like she did the math. Like yeah. she and deducted four hundred from whatever the winnings right. were on those cards. Is... Oh, yeah, must be lucky. Well. He was all business, this guy. And he had a little partner with him. He, he was the little partner. The other guy was big, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, Wait. Yes. Why, if he was the partner, mm. why is he the protagonist of this story? Well, I said little partner, and I, just for the, oh. the sake of you know, accuracy. cosmic accuracy, he was the little one. I just swallowed, and I did something where I heard a slight... Great. Is that the slurp? Mm, I don't know. Um, and so... But he was the, he was clearly the brains of the operation. The little guy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he just went up there and it was just like, boom, boom. He was all business. Like that. Da, 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 da. Mm, like he then, does this a Yeah, lot. like it's a thing he does every week or something. Maybe they're professional scratcher and then he just And then he just took the money, didn't count it, and just kind of walked out. Like, yeah, I just go into places and I get a bunch of money and then I leave. Like, huh? Yeah, I mean, it makes me feel like we should be doing it. Not really. Like, is that how you're supposed to do the lottery? 
No, the way you do it is you get like one ticket in your Christmas stocking. And then what I do is I just flush money down the toilet. Yeah. Um, wait, question about that though. Oh yeah. So your thing, your question was he didn't even scratch them off. Is that, is there a way you can do this without scratching them? Like, can the clerk tell? Well, I, at first I didn't know what the fuck that was. Mm -hmm. Like, what even is this transaction? What just happened? And then I thought about it and I'm like, oh, there must, the only thing that makes any sense is that she would have scanned, although I didn't see her do it, scanned the cards, calculated it. That's the only thing that made any sense. Why would she give him money? There's no right. reason. And then he didn't take the... He, you don't buy something and then not take it with you. Right. So it's the only thing that made it. So how old were these two dudes? I need a visual. Uh, 40s. Okay. And he was little and the other guy was big. Yeah. But you felt like he was the assistant? Mm -mm. The, oh, no. He was the boss. The little boss. That's right. He was the brain. Boss baby. He, no. He was our short king. <laughs> <laughs> I stand a short king. Of course. And um, who was the other guy then? His henchman. Oh, his muscle. Probably his muscle to guard the, the winnings. Is that what he... he I mean, Honey, maybe, I don't know. He's just a buddy. He's just like a buddy. But maybe they are. Maybe it is what you're thinking, that he's there to guard the winnings. He's like a human Brinks truck. I mean, the, the, it was like a few... Maybe a couple hundred dollars. It wasn't like... You know, that was the other thing. It was like she was giving him like a couple hundred and then 20. Like it wasn't. I know, but if they do this at every liquor store in town, I don't know. My sister and I used to. I feel like that's a way to lose money. You got to do it. And if you win, count your money. You don't, yeah. you don't play again. Right. My sister and I used to have these characters, Russ and Kevin. Uh... What? Oh, no, no. Tell me about Russ and Kevin. She made the observation that there's a certain age that boy like boys get where one of them is like a small man yeah. and one of them is still a boy but they're in the same grade. And so like what? one like it's like one has hit puberty and one hasn't yet. But the one who hit puberty stays small? No, this is they exist in that time zone. They it, my sister could explain it better. Russ and Kevin. Okay. Kevin is little. Were these real people? Or these made no, up people. No, they're characters. Okay, Jesus Russ Christ. and Kevin. Kevin is little. Mm -hmm. Higher pitch voice. He's pre-pubescent. Right. And then Russ, it has gone through puberty and is a small man, but like they're both in eighth grade or something. Or is going through puberty. Puberty isn't just like yes something. You That's do yes in a month. exactly. Um. I take it this phenomenon that she noticed of uh so anyway the thing that made me think of it was the the small kang and his large henchman is similar to Russ and Kevin being yeah. mismatched size-wise but like both in 8th grade or whatever. Hmm. Were you a Russ or a Kevin? Is your is your sister a philosopher? She's kind of like Sophocles. What was your question? Were you a Russ or a Kevin? Were you the little guy or the big guy? What do you even mean? You mean like, did I go through puberty early? Yeah, or late. Oh, I think normal time. Which is what? I don't know, like 12 through 16-ish, you know what I mean? Like in that ballpark. In general, were you the little friend or the big friend? I was, or does it not break down like I wasn't, this? No, I wasn't either. What do you mean? Would you like to hear a call? <laughs> 
Is that really how your sister thinks? Like, there's always a little friend and a big friend. Well, there's no like times there are medium. Like if average anyone people. listening is relating to the Russ and Kevin of it all, let us know. And I otherwise... would say I was there were there were guys who I think I think it's because some guys got held back, mm. um, so they were older. But they there were, were like super Russes. There were guys that were like going through puberty before the rest of us went through puberty. Definitely in seventh grade, like PE or whatever, you'd be like, oh boy. These guys have like hair on their bodies and I'm just like still a little boy, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but by the time you kind of get into high school and like sophomore, freshman, sophomore, you know, you're all sort of whatever. In the mix. <laughs> you're all in the mix. You're all in the mix. Okay. Hey, Allison. It is Rick Rutherford from Washougal. I hope. I love that there's a name of a place that is... I love that Washougal is the name of a place. Sure. And I made Daniel look it up and it exists. Everything is going well with you and uh, condolences to you and your family. Thank you. I am answering your uh, request for calls. Cultural phenomenon that I can't connect with is I don't understand bad songs that are repeatedly played. Uh, I don't know if it's supposed to be ironic or funny, but I heard uh, Rick Astley never give you, give you up three times yesterday. Is that funny? Is it good? Neither. Uh, I know you want to hear a dog audibly fart. I do. My sweet baby Gracie, she's a bulldog. She would audibly fart, and she would spin around like some. <laughs> threw a firecracker at her butt, and it was awesome. Third thing is uh, your merch store. You have to have Elton Rosen is your new best friendship bracelets that you make. Just do it. Trust me, it works. Once again, this is Rick Rutherford from Washougal. I love you guys. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks, Rick. Oops. Um, question, but. What would the friendship bracelets be like? Would they be like the Taylor Swift friendship bracelets? Would they be like the ones that you make out of embroidery floss? But I like the idea quite a bit. Yeah, like is it like retro friendship bracelets like when we were kids? Mm-hmm. Or is it Swifty, Swifty right. style? Probably Swifty style because that's the one that people like now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was if his they, other? Again, I just made the sound that I think might be the slurp. It was that his dog audibly oh, farts. The, the, You're so lucky. The songs thing, it, yeah. uh, you know, honestly, like, here's the bummer answer to that question. Um, I think people genuinely like those songs. Mm. Like, like the because that's getting rickrolled. Right. But that song is popular and it yeah. wasn't popular ironically. I mean, the thing is, you know, there's tons of music that I can't stand. But people don't ironically like it. <laughs> you know, like they like it. They just, in my opinion, have bad taste or whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Rick. Uh, the world's full of shitty music. Let's listen to another But the world's call. full of great music, too. The world is a vampire. Mm. Are you a philosopher? Hi, Allison. It's Daniel. It's your best friend, Angie, in Canada. Um, long time listener, first time caller. I'm a huge fan and listen to all the podcasts. Um, how am I doing? Well, I have COVID. It's uh, the first experience I've had with it. So feeling pretty triumphant that, uh, it's been 
three years of dodging and finally got us a bright side is we're going to Europe in September, so maybe we'll have a built-up community and we won't catch it in Europe, so that's positive. A little bit about um, our pet. We are totally in love with our little budgie, Baby Billy. He's a sweet little blue budgie in Hastings. Um, I'll send you a little video of him singing happy birthday. He also sings if you're happy and you know what slap your wings. So I think I'm at 58 seconds, just short of a minute, but um love you guys. Hope you're well. And again, it's Angie from Canada. Take care. Bye-bye. I love that. You know what? I think hmm. maybe she did send me the video and I hadn't heard the voicemail yet. And I was and a little bit like... you just deleted it so fast. No, you... I didn't. I was like, this is great. But I didn't realize. Oh. Um, that is... Adorable. That's yep. fucking adorable. Uh, and I love that. And you know who's all about budgies right now is Owen. Well, actually, he's moved on to guinea pigs right now, but he was very into parakeets for a little while. Yes, he was. No, he's he's uh, rediscovered his love for puffer fish. Oh, he has? Because I found a, a TikTok channel where they have a puffer fish and they feed the puffer. And so I was showing oh. him those videos and he was just like mesmerized. What's the name of the, I think I've seen this one. I forget. It's like Jerry the puffer or something. Yes. Like um, yeah. It, he was so watching so many little bird videos that it made, it was making me think like, gosh, I want to get a bird, a cockatiel or a parakeet. I had co- a cockatiel growing up and it made me wonder which is better for kids. I don't know. He, he asked for a fish tank yesterday. He did. But see, that's doable. I, d- I don't Ish. want to deal with having to upkeep, like the whole changing the water and cleaning the tank and da da da. Well, getting, the t- I, it's just like I don't want to deal with it. You can get one. You can get, but I am not going to participate. So, in my day, mm-hmm. you just bought a bowl and you stuck a fish in it, and usually the fish would die eventually. Yeah. No, but now, no, no. What? We're not doing that. What I just said. Right. That's what I'm saying. Nowadays. I think you aren't supposed to put any fish in a bowl. Oh. Even a single fish is supposed to be in a small tank. So here's it's cruel. I think that's the thinking now. It yeah. is pretty fucked up. Um, here's the thing though. I believe if you get a small tank, so like a ten, five, ten gallon, and then you get filtration and aeration and all the stuff, like it, it's pretty self-sustaining. I don't think you have to change the water very often because it, uh, it honey. If you can think of a place to put it, and you can think of a way you're, to put all the supplies, and you can and you can think of a way to keep the supplies out of sight and not clutter up the place. Can I and tell you? You want to do all the work, by all means. But you know I how don't I want feel anything like, to do with any of you it. You know how I feel about worms, right? You love them. So my dad, my dead dad, had you know. Well, he had, you could just still just call him your dad. Yeah, but I just want to be very clear okay. on on his status. <laughs> Deceased. Uh, he was so into tropical fish. Yes. Uh, before you knew him, but he we had three 40-gallon tanks. And also, you couldn't say tanks th- without him saying, you're welcome. Um, so three 40-gallon tanks. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm. Uh, you're in the living room. And... You would open the freezer or the refrigerator and there'd be like a frozen block of Tubifex worms, Mm -hmm. which are tiny little Mm -hmm. nasty ass. They're actually not that nasty for worms, but yeah. So he would feed them beef heart and Tubifex worms and just- Beef heart? Yeah. That's crazy. I know because how frequently is a fish in the wild eating a cow? Really rare. It's really rare. Yeah. 
But he had like a relationship with the butcher at the grocery store because not a lot of people are coming in for beef heart. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand. I don't know which each tank had like a different theme. Like this one was, you know, South Pacific. I'm just kidding. That that joke. I need to workshop that. It'd be like this. Like one, I think this was theme salt. is like Excalibur. This yeah. theme is Jamaica like, be crazy. This theme is Paris. Yes. Yeah. Th- yes. Um. Right. Like. Turn. Again. Need to oh, workshop honey. It. I was gonna say gay '90s, which is a reference to Facts of Life, but like. What was that the 1890s? Gay 90s? I guess so. Yeah. There was some uh, party on Facts of Life that was gay 90s. This is before the 1990s. That's, uh-huh. It's not important. No, it isn't. Um, Like one tank was cichlids, let's Wait, say. so you had multiple tanks? Three. You're In welcome. In the living room? That's what I told you. I, my brain wouldn't accept it. Where, where did they go? There is no room for so, tanks. Imagine sitting on the couch yeah. in my parents' room, uh-huh. directly in front of you, against that wall, there were three tanks. It took up the whole living room, practically. What do you mean against the wall? So There's no wall. If you're sitting on the couch, yes. the wall you're staring at, parallel to the couch. Wait, in the, in the living room the the, that no one room. ever sits in? Sorry, the family room. Oh, 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 oh. so the, the den. Well, we didn't call the it. the kitchen. Yes, we didn't call it the den, but yes. Uh, okay, so if you're sitting the on the couch, oh, against the wall. Yeah. Oh, is that why the the paintings are so high? Because it was over the 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 no the those paint these those paintings are there. We're not there when the fish tanks were. Mm. Um, no, it's because I grew up in a house where people put things according to you too high. Yes, way too high. I just think it, but I mean, it's like they have lofted ceilings. It just looks okay. Not not the point. The point is like one tank would be. Salt water, one would be, you know, a more aggressive fish, one would be gentler fish. Um no, that's smart. So I don't the beef hearts well it's 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 smart, but it's also like necessary or else you're gonna have fish eat, fish on fish crime. Mm-hmm. Um But it's also smart. I think the beef hearts were going to the more aggressive ones. I don't know. But also he had a, t- a small sea you can get tiny seahorses. So he had a few small seahorses, and I remember occasionally you'll get like some disease will over overtake the tank and this like it's like it's like the fish had flesh eating ebola like it was it was so upsetting to look at like just chunks of the fish were falling it's sort of like my eye you've talked me out of it i just don't want to have to get worms and then another time he bought i don't like have you seen like a wood wine box like a a box that that wine you put white bottles in. in? Well, it's like you could you buy it in this kind of box. Like I don't know how many are in it. Like a wine crate. Yes. Yes. It was like that, but filled with earthworms for the yard. And I just remember being like, there's a fucking box of earthworms. But earthworms are great. Well, if you like worms. Or if you like, you know, your yard. <laughs> well, I don't like it enough to have worms. Soil. Not I. Anyway, that was like just being all wormy in our garage. It was it was disgusting. If I had been postpartum at that point, it would have made me have bladder leakage. This episode of Alice and Rosen is your new best friend is brought to you by Poise Ultra Thins. One thing I know for sure is that when you're a new mom, you'll take all the help and advice you can get. And that's why I want to tell you guys that uh, bladder leakage 
it's probably going to be a thing you're dealing with. It, you probably started dealing with it during pregnancy. Uh, and for me, it, you know, I don't cough without being a little concerned. Uh, and if you need something to help during your postpartum life of bladder leakage, but also joy, uh, Poise Ultra Thins, because I learned the hard way that period pads are not designed to help with bladder leaks. Poise Ultra Thins are essential because unlike period pads, they're designed specifically for bladder leakage and they keep you 10 times drier than the leading period pad. Poise Ultra Thins keep you feeling clean, dry, and fresh and offer, they have with and without wings to flex with your body. Poise really helps me to make the most out of every day. It takes poise. Learn more at poise.com. I also want to tell you guys about this. Step into a world of nonstop action on DraftKings Casino. Play the classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots. Plus, enjoy exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. Right now, new customers can get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. All you have to do is sign up, select the offer, make your deposit, and start playing from a full suite of games. Your way is the only way to play on DraftKings Casino. Play online on your time, in your space, and within your means. It's safe, secure, and reliable. So you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Download the DraftKings Casino app now. Sign up with promo code BESTFRIEND, and new customers get a deposit match of up to $100 in casino credits. When you deposit $5 or more, only on DraftKings Casino with promo code BESTFRIEND. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit cccpg.org, 21 and up. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. One per opted-in new customer. Minimum $5 deposit. Maximum match $100 in casino credits, which require one-time playthrough within seven days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash Player's choice restrictions apply. I only gamble by sea terms. The terms of the ocean. What what terms did I say? You said sea terms. Oh. And I the, I appreciate that because I'm an old salt. An old salt? Is that something they say? We me, we men, maritime men. We maritime men of the sea. We play by different rules. Mm, you're so grizzled the, suddenly. The sea rules. C terms. Another call? Mm-hmm. Hey, Allison and Daniel. This is Rick from Brooklyn. I uh, just wanted to answer something that Allison brought up on a recent Monday show was about uh, tattoos. Um, I just turned 40 uh, last year, and I got my very first tattoo just earlier this year. It's actually a memorial for my cat, Seven, who passed away mm-hmm. about eight or nine years that. ago. And I've actually thought about it for a long while. I even had it at the design, which was like Day of the Dead, kind of overlay over his uh, his picture. And I uh, just kind of kept putting it up, just mostly being lazy about it. But I finally had a little bit of extra money and decided to, you know, find a local artist and very happy with it. And I'm probably going to get another one soon. Um, I don't know if I'll get a ton. I think I'll just pick a few that I like. Just for me, it's just a, a way of remembering him and something that I always, you know, know I'm going to be happy with. So I think you should definitely go for it. I think it's, you know, it's ultimately just for you. Don't worry about what other people think. So, uh, yep, I give it a thumbs up. Um, so there, again, this is uh, Rick in Brooklyn. Have a great week. Bye. Yeah. There you I, go. Yeah. My sister and I are both, she's like, let's do it six, six months after dad died. Oh, your sister wants to go on? Yeah. 
what kind of tattoo are we talking about here? By the way, once you get one tattoo, then it's a like a tramp stamp. The seal. Once the seal is broken, it's like you can't stop thinking about getting another one. How many do you have? I just have one, but it's been. I got it when I was eighteen. Like as soon as I could, mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as I turned eighteen, I got a tattoo, and I have wanted another tattoo all these years. But I just, I keep saying like, I just, I just don't, I don't do it. I don't do it. Why? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm, I feel like I'm always on the verge of getting another tattoo. But what tattoo are you getting? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we had talked about, does your foot have to be pushing my leg? Sorry. Um, I love you. We had talked sorry. about, what did you say? It's all right. You don't have to, you don't have to say that anymore. <laughs> You're locked in, hon. You can say, quit it. Quit it with the words. Go ahead. Uh I'm looking for the, oh I found I found the video of the bird. Okay, but finish the what tattoo. you were saying. We, I told you my dad uh, like, would draw a little like duck, a, like a footprint, <laughs> like his paw print. Um, so maybe the little duck that he would draw, oh. like just a small version of it. Okay, is that what your sister was thinking too? Yeah, we're on the same page. We're gonna get matching tattoos and then we're gonna get married. Sorry. What? But get it on your neck. I don't think I'm going to get it on my neck. Where did you get it? Like your cheek? My throat. Your cheekbone? My cheekbone. I took it my throat. Is that weird? Is your uh, throat not your neck? What a weird thing for me to say. I guess it's... It, well, when you say you, neck, you I'm thinking inside. just being more specific. I see. I'm thinking side of the neck. Um... I, I mean, I don't know. She was thinking like wrist and I would, I don't think I maybe forearm though. I don't know. I think a a nice wrist tattoo is is good. For real? Listen, I'm a fan of tattoos. Mm. I like all tattoos. I even like face tattoos. You do? I do. I like tattoos. I mean, some of them are a little bit too much. Like when someone gets like, turns themselves into a lizard. I'm not as into that. Give me, tell me about a face tattoo that you like. This is intriguing. Um, I'm not saying that I would like want a face tattoo. But who have you seen with a face tattoo where you're like, that suits them? You see it all the time. Like, um, Oh, yeah, I guess so. The, the ones where... Okay, face tattoos... Let me be clear. I don't like the... I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the ones where you transform yourself. Mm. Okay. Uh, into like a, a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, like, oh, now I'm a skull. Right. Or... You know, there's others. Um, but like Post Malone, kind of just like words on your face uh, in script. Sometimes there's a, there's a woman that I follow on TikTok who she just does like crazy conspiracy stuff. It's just like, you know, alien, alien shit. And she has these wa- these face and neck tattoos. And it's it's like this. It looks cool. Like, I don't. All right. I'll get a little duck on my face. I don't okay. know. Here we go. Was that the bird saying you're so cute? Like, I'm trying to tell. Let's see. Okay. 
think that might have been the bird. That's crazy. She's the bird sounds like Owen found No, Elliot found a video of the smallest woman on earth. Yeah. Yesterday, and when she talks, that's she's got that like really like high pitched. But also like kind of raspy. Yes, yeah. how cute. Yes, how cute. Yeah, the the if that that's a parakeet, I believe sounded like the. That's the crazy part. They sound like the person. Mm-hmm. Like, um, hey, if you want to keep recording, I'll I'll go and you can keep this going. Mm, I feel like we've really done what needed to get done today. <sighs> we did. Did we get it taken care of? People know about our personal finances. <laughs> People know about our marital problems, and they know about our my eyes, my eyeballs, and they know about. Um. Oh, about my my being suspicious of functional medicine doctors and worms. Oh, suspicious doesn't even begin. It's not even half of it with my feeling about worms. What about worms with mustaches? Like Tom Sandoval. <laughs> um, yeah. listen. Check out my merch store. I don't yet have uh, friendship bracelets in there, but I would be just tickled if you would go. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff to look at and uh, ideally to buy. Please do that. Uh, and you can get to it by going to alisonrosen.com and click on the banner that says merch. And then you will go there. And what a feast for the eyes. And then also I'm on Patreon. 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 Patreon.com slash alisonrosen. I just put up a friend zone. Ask me anything. And you guys asked me everything, and I love it. Uh, and uh, subscribe for a year, and you get two months free. And then also check out Childish with Greg Fitzsimmons, and also check out uh, my new podcast, new new the, the newest of the bunch, with Todd Perry. It's called Allison and Todd After Hours, and it's a Patreon podcast, but there's only one level, $2 a month. I mean, what a steal. Patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. Daniel? Follow me um, on Instagram because I'm I'm trying to be more active on Instagram, and uh, you know I, I I was getting some good responses, and then I I did a couple things, I got none, and you know what you know what, uh, you guys are like the audience in Peter Pan clapping to keep Tinkerbell alive. Oh yeah. So you got to keep clapping, yeah, or Tinkerbell's gonna die. At Daniel Quants. To keep Tinkerbell alive. Guess who I'm hanging out with this weekend? Who? Marilyn Rice Cub. <gasps> mm-hmm. You made it happen. I honey. made it happen. Look at you. That's right. So by the time you hear this, I will have hung out with Marilyn Rice She's Cub. She's the best. She's so funny. We will have gone to movie night at Phil Rosenthal's. Unless something happens, but that's the plan. So yeah. you guys, it's about to get real star-studded up in here. I mean, come on, honey. It's already been star-studded. It's about to continue being star But I'm about to leave, so it'll be less star-studded. Oh, no. The wattage has gone. Where were you when Daniel left the studio? Okay. Okay, you guys. Thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 